Well, hello and welcome back, South Sea folk. Um, this is the, the next one in our series of podcasts around around South Sea. First thing I'm going to do is apologise. I've got a bit of a sore throat, so I might be coming across as a, a bit husky and may need to drink some water. But apart from that, I'm still here and still going. And welcome, Lou, to the next next one we're doing. Hello, John. You know, women really like husky voices, so don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've certainly got one. I've certainly got one on at the moment. How are you? Yeah, I'm great, thanks. Yeah, very busy with South Sea folk. There's a lot going on at the minute. Um, I had the council get in touch with me this week about some messages they wanted to put out to the public. Um, and what I was saying to them was that, you know, since before Christmas, I've just wanted to share real positive stories yeah. Yeah. on the website. So if you click on there, you'll just see some really, really nice things to uplift people, really. Um, yeah. And today we've got um, the latest one is the featured artist um, that we've got up there, which is uh, Dan from All Caps. Oh, yes, I saw that. Yes, very interesting. Yeah, really good cartoon kind of doodle artist. Yeah. And if anyone remembers, he did the um, 10th edition of South Sea Folk. So he did a colouring in version for the kids. And then he did like a really lovely coloured um, front cover. So he's he's really good artist. So I really wanted to support him. And we've had some um, good responses uh, concerning last week's podcast, haven't we? And my experience... Uh, with COVID, I was very pleased to see that. And one, uh, do you want to mention the one about the the ICU nurse? Yeah. So we had the IC when you shared your story about mm. um, how you know the one thing you could hear was your mom um, on the phone speaking to you. Um, the ICU nurse got in touch after we shared the podcast to say that it was her that yeah. had held the phone to your ear. It's incredible. Was, Absolutely incredible. Yeah. And that she was thrilled that basically that you, you know, that you were you were doing really well, and that that they that she was going to tell all the team up at the ICU unit, yeah. and that they were all going to listen to the podcast. So I think it's really positive that John. Yeah, and no, I'm really pleased. And as I said before, as long as it um gets people to think and realise actually this is real, let's let's be careful, then um that that's that's my work done. I'm really really happy with that, and um, that's really brilliant. But anyway, today. Yeah. Today we have got a very good friend of mine, someone I've known for a couple of years now, and it works just round the corner from where I from where I live. Um, his name's Dwayne uh, Bradshaw, um, and we want to say, you know, welcome, Dwayne, and thank you for um, for getting on to South Sea Folk. Oh, thank you very much for having me. How are you both? Hello, Dwayne. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. What about you, Lou? How are you feeling? Tell. Yeah, yeah, it's great to have Dwayne on. I've known Dwayne for a while as well. We had him in South Sea Folk a couple of times, taking his photo and yeah, all the wonderful work he's done. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so a new exciting venture on the horizon now, which is amazing for South Sea um, and that wonderful coffee buzz that we've got going around the area at the minute is is phenomenal. So, yeah, so... Brilliant. Welcome. Welcome to, to the podcast. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you for having me on board. So, so people who don't know you, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Dwayne. So um, basically, I I started my first business in Highland Road mm. about three years ago now. Um, and it started off as a metalwork business. 
Um, so I was specialising in sculptures, bespoke gates, ship repair, anything to do with metalwork, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as time's gone by, um, that then evolved into a collaborative um, creative studio where still I was doing my metalwork, but then I had um, yeah. people come in and sublet space and contribute to the um, the cause, basically. So um, we used to set out to do refurbs and shop builds for people like Bangers and Brews or businesses like mm. Bangers and Brews, Southie Deli, Farm Kitchen. And um, so what we used to do is bring creatives together and go out and set out on a project. Yeah. So um, and these included people like uh, the Palette Project, uh, Pompey yeah. Banana Club, and um, and Fark as well. Um, who's a yeah, they, they, they contributed greatly to the, the vision and the cause. So um, as, as and time if you gone, go to, sorry, sorry, Dre, if you go to Bangers and Brews and places like that, you'll see the Mark Park Bird in there as well, won't you? So that's absolutely. Um, amongst yeah, and you've done some work for me well. as well. You did some work for, well, for my wife. Yeah. You made a lovely, um, lovely desk and, um, and chair. Really he's nice. everywhere. He's everywhere. Yes. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like Mr. Southie, isn't he? Ah. <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely everywhere. So um that's where so that's where we were that's where i was before the coffee roasting started up so um in this past well i think it was about two years ago was the inspired conversation between me and a few friends and we kind of pinpointed that there weren't wasn't a uh, a coffee roastery in portsmouth at all um but so, none at all no none well oh. there's there's one there's one uh it's a canvas coffee who do roast their own coffee as well but yeah not on a commercial scale and um so that 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 intrigued me so that was the inspired thought behind it so um pre pre-covid we first started getting some legs on the idea yeah and then started to invest in time courses all that sort of stuff and um then we we executed it in um in october 2020 which was before the second lockdown and um you know which we didn't foresee and uh, yeah, then the second lockdown came in, and but you know we were we were already fully committed. We started up a coffee roasting business. Yeah, and um, so that's where we are today, really. Oh, brilliant! So, so why coffee, uh, Dwayne? I would say main re- main why coffee. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, I absolutely love coffee. That's fueled me for. <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely love it and um it's it's being in Southie that's really amplified that there's so many nice places where you can get a good coffee from and yeah. they're all you know they're, they're all so different from each other especially when you go from places like um South Sea coffee and yeah. you know, home coffee when they were about as well um yeah. that, that really did open my eyes up and I really did it just opened a whole new realm of 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 experience really so that's where the love of it came from and then um other than that it was that inspired conversation that i had with um a very well-known artist called uh, by the name of gary stranger um who basically he was the one that brought it up he said you know there's not one coffee roasting business in Southie at all yeah and um i was at the point where i was looking for another creative to come into the um the premises at 147 highland road yeah yeah. And um, Gary came in. He's a, he's a good friend of Fark's. And um, we all started having this conversation. And he was looking to perhaps uh, rent a bit of space. And then he said, you know, Dwayne, if, if I was to rent a bit of space off you here, mate, I'd start up a coffee roasting business because yeah. there's not, there, there isn't really one around. You know, the, the, the nearest biggest one's in Winchester. 
or yeah. you know, either way, you know. So um, I found that interesting. And obviously, you know, if I wanted to have anyone on board in my premises, I had to do a bit of a, a background check on on their idea and see if it was viable, yeah. you know, just yeah. to try and eliminate any risk. And um, I looked at it and I was, I was astounded that there wasn't a, a, you know, a, yeah. a commercial coffee That's roast business, yeah. and that specialises in speciality coffee for the local city. And I thought, Do you know what, this, this city's buzzing for it. So it just seemed like a good opportunity. Yeah. So you mentioned there um, briefly about COVID and, and the lockdown. I mean, I think we have three lockdowns now. Yeah, lose um, count. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what the, yeah, the, one, the, is. <laughs> the second one I was in hospital for, so I didn't notice that one at all. I was well and truly locked down. Um, but how was it? Well, I'm, I'm, I use the phrase "affected your business," but that can be a good thing as well in some ways. So how 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 was it sort of influenced the way that you're working? How's COVID um, influenced you? It um, has definitely influenced us. There's lots of pros and cons um we've had to be adaptable that's the biggest thing um but it's, it's something that i'm used to to be honest um being for yeah it's been I, I would say probably the most difficult thing about it was um setting up the shop yeah um which is often very it's, it's very strange because when you normally set up a shop or a business premises when everything's normal You've normally got about a month, really. A month's normally the cut-off time to get in there, get the stuff done, get it up and running. Um, this time, because we're governed by the lockdown and all the um, all the restrictions that go with it, um, we've got time on our hands and we haven't got the customers coming through the door. So we're paying for the premises, but we're not necessarily making the money for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're kind of... Um, so we've had to start up a, an online business, basically, where you can uh, buy online, so, you know, single bags or multiple bags of coffee. Um, and there's also a subscription service as well. So we're kind of focused on the online side of things um, to push ourselves that way, um, which really should, it only makes up for about a third, about a third of the business yeah. as a whole, really. So having to rely on that is quite tough. Yeah. Very tough. Yeah. What I was going to ask you, Dwayne, um, which might be slightly different to what, you know, we may be talking about, but um, we had a chat before about the coffee culture um, and the fact that kind of New Zealand is, they're five years ahead of us. So, um, they, they, you know, they, they created the cafe latte. Um, you know, when you go to New Zealand, it's kind of like going to Australia with wine New Zealand is all about coffee so on every you know you'll have a coffee shop three doors down you'll have another coffee shop and that's how it works so I feel that you're in a really really exciting time now with this business because all that's going to happen although like you say you know we go out and there's lots of wonderful coffee shops in in Southsea I think that's that's going to grow even more um and you being a coffee roaster is just gonna it's just gonna excel with all of that so I think that's really exciting um so will you look to kind of step outside of Southsea and and distribute around Hampshire or what are your plans with that this this is um this this experience that I've set up with Broadway Coffee Roasters is a very personal thing um for for instance you know my, my love of coffee for one um, my love for artwork and creativity being another one as well. 
and um, and the and the city in itself. So I, I can't say that I would ever embark on branching out or opening other premises further out. Our product is available to buy online, and we can ship yeah. wide, basically. Yeah. Um, but this is a unique experience to South Sea, and it's something that we're capitalising on because it's not just about the coffee itself; it's about the community. And you know, without the community, you you haven't got a business. So yes. we 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 really want to um, we we really want to give back and contribute in more ways than one, um, not just coffee, but with artwork as well. So. Um, the premises that we're refurbing at the moment at the front where people will be sitting and in the basement when obviously COVID uh, restrictions relax mm. is um, it's all going to be an art gallery and it's all going to it's going to basically celebrate all the artists in and around Portsmouth mainly Portsmouth Fantastic. everything from you know contemporary art to um, to urban street art all sorts really and the walls yeah. are going to be absolutely covered um, and we're Basically, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm I'm approaching artists and working with them on our branding for new coffee that's coming through. Oh, I see. Okay. And then you know promoting them as an artist as well, and then giving them a wall space for them to put their work up on the wall. Yeah. So yeah. In, in exchange for a, a beautifully decorated wall, which gives me a theme for the shop, mm. um, their artwork will also be up for sale. And we're we're quite, we're negotiating this sort of thing at the moment, but I'm, what I'm trying to lay down is like a ninety percent markup for the artist. And a ten percent markup to a charity of their choice. Yeah. Um, so it's it's, it's it's raising the awareness for the artists themselves, yeah. and um, and generating a bit of um, charity fund too, which is um, yeah, it's something that I, I, I believe in. And um, it doesn't just stop there either. So we'll we'll be approaching well-known artists, up-and-coming artists. We want to get into the universities and approach some of them too, and um, quite possibly. The schools as well you know yeah. try and try and pick up on some people who uh haven't really made a name for themselves yet and give them opportunities that's really good so you mentioned um how to buy your stuff and you did mention subscription early earlier um explain what that what it means to subscribe to your coffee so if someone says yeah okay i do want to do that explain the process and, and what it means so it's a very simple process when you apply online, but it basically comes down to how much coffee you drink in a month. Mm. So um, when you subscribe, it's a monthly subscription. Um, so you might only go through, I don't know, 150 grams of coffee a week, you know, or um, you might you might go through 250 grams yeah. a week or more. But you can basically adjust it to the parameters of how much coffee you drink, basically. So it's, uh, it's yeah. as simple as that. So when um, we've got subscribers who they will, they will have a, uh, a freshly roasted 250 gram bag sent to their sent through their letterbox every mm. single week. Some might have it once a month, basically. Yeah. But it's as simple as that. Again, it just gives them the opportunity to be able to stay at home and isolate and stay safe and enjoy coffee coming through the door without having. Yeah, and you can fire. use the, the grind type, can't you? And the bean that you want. Um, so if you don't have a, a, a coffee bean grinder, you can have it pre-ground already, can't you? That's it, yeah. So whatever um, whatever process you have, whether it be a, a French press or um, an Aero press or a Turkish mocha pot, where you can basically um, grind it to whatever profile um, you require, which would be extra fine right the way up to extra coarse. Yeah. What I was going to ask you, Dwayne, was when we talked before and you mentioned the name Broadway Roasters, um, did you want to explain to listeners as to why you chose that name? Absolutely. So we we, we will be um, starting a bit of a campaign about this. 
um, and I want to make it a, a very big thing because this is a, another another reason why I love my street and Southsea and the shop that I am at the moment is because um, yeah, the name Broadway actually was named after the row of uh, the row of shops yeah. in Highland Road between the Gravediggers and Henderson Road. So um, yeah, pre World War I think it was like pre yeah pre World War One right up until the seventies I believe it was known as the Broadway. And mm. um, so the Broadway, it was made up of about about 15, I think it was about 15 shops back then, and it was absolutely thriving. And I've got some old pictures that we're going to put up, but you, you look at them and it's just, there's so many people, there's kids playing, there's loads of people shopping, yeah. all the shops got their canopies out. And the, the people would say, you'd never have to go into the local town because everything everyone was there that you needed. Yeah. So over the years, it's become very tired. Yeah, it's become very tired, and it's been it's been like that for decades, for as long as I can remember. And um, you know, I think it's a shame. But yeah, we lost two pubs, haven't we? We lost well, there's the grave diggers yeah. you mentioned. That's it. And the and Alma, the Alma yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, another um, historical building that's just been yeah closed for God knows how long. So, um, so that's where the name Broadway came from. Anyway, it's a it's a massive nod to the uh, to the natural South Sea history, which so many people don't even know about yeah yeah that's amazing. myself it was a park boy who came by, by my shop and said did you know that this was once called the broadway and i was like no i had no idea yeah wow. no idea whatsoever so um it's we're i think we're at the stage now where if this goes on for another generation then that history would be completely yeah. forgotten about it'll be in the archives and you know so hope i'm hoping that this will change that and we're looking to revive the broadway revive highland road and make it buzzing again and yeah. um you know and then turn you know bring bring more money to the city bring more jobs to the city yeah, yeah. And make you know and bring it back to life you know yeah. and yeah there's there's so many things but yeah that's basically where the broadway came from yeah and what about um we were saying about your shop you know how you know you're gonna have it as a coffee space where people can buy the coffee and they can drink coffee. And what's cool is you've got the outside space in front where you can have tables and chairs set out. Yeah. Um, and that's cool. And when you think about it, um, we were saying this before, but if you only need a couple of independent businesses that are really good in yeah. one space to be able to get sort of an excitement going. Yeah. Independents yeah. say, oh, do you know what? Broadway coffee's there. I think I'll go into a little shop down there as well. Yeah, that's it's a bit of a buzz, for, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Just gener generates the momentum, and you know, as as a business owner, as a you know, an entrepreneur, or whatever you want to call yourself, if you if you set out to set up a business somewhere, the first thing you do is read the area you're going into, assess mm. the footfall, and all this sort of stuff. Now, when I first started off in Highland Road thought didn't really matter to me i already had a client base for my for my expertise of course, yes. so i didn't really need you know the footfall mm. coming in um but there's so much potential there there are people that do pass by there a lot a lot of people going out on dog walks and all that sort of stuff and um you know if they've got an extra excuse to go down the road then yeah that, that road's yeah. got so much potential yeah, so it has. Away from, from albert road itself you know mm. it's yeah. got so much potential it's been that way before so oh, say again what the um, the website address was for people who want to actually go and 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 subscribe or just do a one-off purchase. Yeah, so it's www.broadwaycoffeeroasters.co.uk. It's um it's very simple. As soon as you land on the page, there's a there's a little call to action saying shop now, 
Um, and yeah, you can literally just click on that. And it's, it's very simple. You click on the products, you click on the grind size, and then um, away you go. Away you go from there, mate. Yeah. Nice. It's really cool. So what I was going to say was, you know, we, we had a chat as well uh, at some point, and and you were saying that there's there's no coffee shops up on that stretch. You know, there's coffee. There's a coffee shop at the top of Falbert Road, and as you make way down, um, but there's no, there's no coffee shops on Highland Road. So it's no. a great opportunity there, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, without without impacting, um, you know, impacting too much on other businesses, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I think it'll be when we when we do start up. I mean, this is a bit further down the line, um, but when we do start up and ha- uh, we are able to have people to sit in and have a coffee, um, we got what we got to remember is that it's first and foremost a roastery, and that's quite a specialist yeah. job, and it requires all of my attention. Yeah, I yeah. can't be distracted. Everything has to be perfect, and if I get distracted, then I'll make a mistake, <laughs> and then I basically ruin a whole batch of coffee so well, how does rhubarb not, not, not um, distract you then Dwayne? oh he's a good boy so <laughs> i love that rhubarb dog yeah yeah so rhubarb is my french bulldog who is uh, <laughs> yeah he's five this year believe it oh, or not going on two That's weeks old he's still a little puppy in my eyes but yeah, yeah. Love, such a lovely dog <laughs> yeah. yeah comes running up you think he's quite fierce but he's not fierce no, at all. No, he's a big teddy oh. dog mate yeah yes. So um so yeah the on the coffee roasting side of things that's that's where I have to emphasize on it first so I mm. can imagine that being first and foremost a coffee roastery and then being open on certain days of the week when I'm not roasting basically so I'll probably have designated days where the shop will be shut so I can get all my orders up together because we will be supplying um the trade as well as our subscription buyers and one-off buyers as well so um, that all needs to be taken care of. Supplying at the moment, then, Dwayne, just so people can go and get a drink of your coffee, maybe, you know, because there are coffee shops are still open, aren't they? So yeah, I mean, it's very restricted at the moment, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, but you 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 can get our coffee from South Sea Deli in Elm Grove. There they're selling our coffee by the bag. Um, we also just a bit of a heads up. We could be doing a bit of um, a promo with them, where they'll be selling it on the beach. Um, not replacing their coffee, but just no. running alongside it, um, just so people can have an option if they fancy yeah. it. Um, and yeah, so that's it at the moment because obviously so many places are closed. Um, but we we have had um, purchases off um, the King Street Tavern as yeah. well, which was um, yeah. We they literally bought a load off us, and just as they bought it off us, they uh. it closed. So it's, um, it's shocking, but there's 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 so many, there's a, quite a few other shops that of that we were meant to go into as well, which I'm not going to mention at this stage. No, we haven't no. sort of deal with them yet. So um, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's potentially it looks brilliant. Yeah. We, we had such a good response and such a um, you know some brilliant support from the from the local businesses, um, which has kind of jumped off the back of the relationships of that I've yeah. built them over the yeah. years. As um as a as a metal worker and a shop builder basically, yeah. so, um that element of trust there was already earned. Yeah, and what about the relationship with Wendy? Because you've collaborated and made a wonderful coffee with her, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So when Wendy's that? a very dear friend of mine. Um, it's Wendy Bud, yeah. A lot of love and respect for Wendy. She's absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. you know, I I first met Wendy when I, I actually approached her for some help because I was. I got to the point where I was working so much, I ran myself down to the ground. And um, 
I, I I went into her for some for some advice, and she yeah knocked me up a a magic potion, and That's I was like, nice. whoa, a of <laughs> mental. But nice. she really knows what she's doing. I've got so yeah. much respect for her and her expertise. So um, yeah, so I've, I've got to know Wendy over the years, and um, we got talking about um, mushrooms, basically mushroom treatments. So. Yeah. The, 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 there are these mushrooms that she buys in called lion's mane and reishi, which um, I think the, the reishi basically helps boost your immune system and the lion's mane helps boost your cognitive function. So that paired together, they're, they're, it's, it's fantastic. I, I drink it daily with tea or, or with coffee. Oh. Um, but what we're going to realise is that combining it with coffee it gets rid of the jitteriness that you can get when you drink too much coffee. Oh, wow. and, it, and it suppresses the crash as well. So you don't really crash from it. <laughs> yeah. when you drink it. It's what they call a nootropic. And it basically just it just boosts everything in your head. And you just you just as clear as day. It's it's amazing. So um we're working on that product at the moment. We're getting it out there. And um there are a few companies out there that are doing it overseas. I think they have started doing it in the UK and a few places, but um, that's also something very unique to South Sea and something that South Sea should be really proud about. Yeah, yeah. Something you can jump on as well, be it whether you're you're going to drink it in tea form or in coffee. That's that's all available at at Bud's Herbal Apothecary in I'll certainly take my wife goes down there to get some creams and stuff and uh, yeah. I'll be looking out for that yeah. so we want to we want to change the change it slightly and this is the first time we've done it so you're a guinea pig Dwayne for this one okay Go on and we're going to ask you some questions around about about you okay um nothing too personal so don't worry don't get in a sweat so can you can you name a film that you've watched more than once and, and why did you do that um, a film that I've watched more than once, 100%, would be Forrest Gump. Ah, that yes. film, over and over again. If, if anything, it's like therapy for me. Mm. I'll, um, I'll, I'll watch that time and time again, probably once a month, maybe. Ah, um, purely for the reason that it's it's just full of morals. But you, when you when you go through the whole film, it's just like all the life stages that he's gone through, yeah. The, yeah. all the different versions of him of himself that he's been. Yeah. And, um, and and being a good person with it, it it really inspires me. So that's that's got to be definitely my number one go to film to watch. Yeah, and he has a it has a wonderful soundtrack as well because I always love soundtracks in films. I think yeah. that's got a good soundtrack. There's, loads, got lo- there's loads of really good soundtracks on that, and it's the one liners as well. I mean, yes. Forrest Gump, the character just yeah, absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I'm not going to do any impressions for you now, but I do. <laughs> I do have a pretty good impression. <laughs> when he gets asked, um, where were you shot? That was funny. In the butt parks. <laughs> yeah, it's a great film. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it makes you laugh, it makes you cry, and it makes you look at it makes you reflect a little bit. Well, that's what it does for me anyway. Well, um, I was supposed to ask you, can you cook? But because I know you so well, Dwayne, I wanted to say, <laughs> can you party? Because I know what the answer's going to be. <laughs> I'd say it's yes to both. I'd say yes to both. I'm not the best cook in the world, but I'm very creative. I can either really pull it, pull something off, or I can really destroy it. You know, <laughs> the thing is with uh, with food is that you only get one chance. Once it's yeah. once, once it's yeah, once it's done, it's done. There's no coming back. No. Um, but so the other question was, can I party? 
well, I'll try not to say too much. But yeah, so years ago, when I was, a, you know, from when I was a young teenager into my early 20s, I used to uh, DJ a lot on the beach parties. Me and my friends used to run the beach parties down um, Halen Island in Portsmouth, down mm-hmm. east. We used to get, we had a big rig, a big, um, big speaker system. We used to get a generator, all our decks and all that sort of stuff, and we used to set it up on the beach and we'd party all weekend. Oh. <laughs> um, so there was that. And um, I used to DJ in, in London, Brighton, um, for yeah, for clubs like um, the Lightbox, Onyx, Fire, um, Ministry of Sound. Um, yeah, all those sort of places, really. So it was a very, very... Yeah, I've definitely lived and I've done it enough and I don't think I'll ever go back because I don't think I'd survive. That part of my life is well and truly satisfied and yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm grateful to be here. Now a yeah. bit, don't you? I mean, you, you, I saw you on in lockdown. You did like an isolation station thing, so you have like a bit of a kitchen party going on now. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, so I just yeah set up the computer, set up the computer and the and the microphone, so I could film a, a bit of a broadcast. Really, yeah, just just sharing some music with everyone. Just got one, <laughs> you know. And um, is it Chris from the um, Lord Tony Russells? He did the same thing, didn't he? Oh. So he, he he did a lot of broadcast, which was amazing. And you walk down the street. I don't know if you remember in the first lockdown, and um, he put the speaker out out the window, oh, and um, he played loads of music, or you know, or you know, a tune of the day to raise people's, um, you know, to to raise everyone's spirits, sort of thing. Yeah. It was lovely, and just an excuse to blare some music yeah. out for you know, yeah. whether people like it or not. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. It won't be the last. I will do it again. Yeah. So, so is there a person that you would like to meet? Now they can be alive, dead, famous, not famous, your family. Is there is there anyone you think I'd like to spend twenty minutes over a beer with this person? Oh wow. Yeah, I mean um my one of my biggest inspirations I would say, and especially as time's gone by, um some people would say he's mad, but I would definitely say um Jim Kerry. Jim Carrey. Oh, oh yeah. I yeah, absolutely love his work and I, I love the person that he is. And he's just, you know, he's just so funny, but he's incredibly deep as well to an insane. Oh, really, yeah. And I would love to sit and pick his brains a little bit, you know. So, um, yeah, that would be one famous person. Other than that, if, you know, if I, if I had the choice, you know, it would definitely be, um, it'd definitely be my, my dad, who he, I think he passed away when I was about 13. So um, it's been quite a few years since I've seen him. So that's definitely yeah. definitely one of the people I'd definitely like to catch up with. <laughs> Lots to fill in. <laughs> oh, that's a nice one. What I was going to say about Jim Carrey was he went really deep. He went through a tough time and, and he, he stopped doing comedy for a while and he did art. Ooh, don't yeah. know if you saw any of that. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, he's, um, I think he's an incredible guy. Um, I'm, not, I'm, I'm always a bit skeptical what to what to believe when it comes to yeah. um, you know what's being portrayed without being too political. Um, but yeah, I've, I think as a whole, you know, from from what he's done as a person, I, I, I think the man's incredible. You know, he's um, and it, it just makes me laugh. Oh, well, I was watching Dumb and Dumber the other day. Oh God, most <laughs> <laughs> stupid film in the world, but he's just, yes, isn't it? Yeah, there will never be another man like him. You know, he's no. one of a kind. Be. Yeah. 
A bit like Robin Williams, isn't it? He was always an absolutely amazing, funny guy. Again, yeah, one um, of the kind, for sure. Yeah. Got one more, one more for you, and that is, and no one's been putting their thumb up. <laughs> Only me. Sorry. Let everyone know. <laughs> Because we're trying to stop talking over each other, we thought we'll have a sign when we finish talking. <laughs> and I've been going a thumb up, thumb up, thumb up. And these two, Dwayne and Lou, have not been doing it. So I've been, <laughs> I've been, <laughs> I don't know. Have you learned a new skill apart from your coffee roasting? And this will be the, the last question, Dwayne. Have you learned a new skill during during lockdown? Have I learned a new skill during lockdown? Um, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, um, so I've I've embarked on this um, coffee roasting journey with uh, a gentleman called Toby Woodfine, who is um, he he's, he's involved with the Salsi Beach Cafe. He's, he's one of right. the owners there, and um, various other businesses around Portsmouth. And he's um, he's a very well respected businessman, and um, and and a brilliant guy with it. Um, you know, hard working family man, and um, he's. I, I'm growing so much with this business. It's not just been the coffee roasting and, and everything else that goes with that, but it's everything else running, you know, getting a watertight business running is, mm. is one of his specialities. And he's so good at it. And it's, it's been, it's hard. It's very hard, but it's, this is one of the things that I'm, I'm really learning at the moment. And it's, it's, there's so much to it. Yeah. I am enjoying it. I'm putting my hair out at the same time sometimes. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, it was, it, it's just it's all the admin skills and all the things that I probably should have learned at school, really. Being uh, <laughs> yeah. being one yeah. of them, you know, um, just it, it's it's all the all the technology and all that sort of stuff, really. Um, because in the past I relied so heavily on my creativity and being able to yeah. you know dream, dream up an idea on the spot under pressure and being able to execute it with my bare hands. That was, you know, that's that's my forte. That's the, that's what I really bring to the table. So um, the now it's it's all about the other side. Or well, a, a big chunk of that is all about the other side. It's not just about, you know, serving up some really nice coffee and being able to deliver it on time and consistently. It's mm. um, it's delivering it in a in a in a cost effective manner that you know that yeah business run it. it. It's just yeah. You know, there's that creative side, don't you? You need that, but you absolutely have to have someone with a good business knowledge on the other side. That makes a perfect partnership. So Toby really completes the bill. So what what I bring, I bring to the table one thing, and where where I lack, Toby brings the other. And um, you know, together it's a it's it's a remarkable partnership, and um, it's definitely something for Southie to be excited about. Well, Dwayne, it's been um been a pleasure, young man. So good to um. Finally, we've asked a couple of times to get you on a podcast, and you've got lots to talk about now. I'm a hard man to track down, aren't I? <laughs> yes, yes, you are. I, look, I, see, I see rhubarb. I know you're not far behind. So, um, and I walk past. We, we, we've got you on there. So um, that's that's brilliant. No yeah. worries. Thank you Will very you still... much. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dwayne. Will you still call Dwayne the Coffee Man then? Um, is that going to be his new name, John? Yes, Dwayne the Coffee Man. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne the coffee bean. Yeah. So we got yeah. So we got rhubarb's dad, Dwayne the coffee man, and Dwayne the metal man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else. No. <laughs> best, best of luck. I mean, you sound like you've really got you know your, your head on this, and especially in in times like we're going through now, it's more than important. And um, I will certainly be popping in. I've done my subscription to your coffee. I might have to make more more because we're getting through it too quickly. So um, I recommend everyone to. Uh, 
<laughs> get on board. Go and have a look at the. Uh, give, give us that website address again, Dwayne. It's www.broadwaycoffeeroasters.co.uk. Fantastic. And we'll be back again next week, won't we, Lou, for another um, another subject and someone else to talk about. And it's it, it's great to um to see this. Yeah, we've got um the podcast guys coming on next week that apparently swear quite a lot. So we might have to get really the bleep now. Yes. <laughs> Have I, have I swore? Have I, I've not swore once, have I? Not once. No, so very good. Okay. <laughs> I'll still add some beeps in there, though, just for just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cheers, Andrine. Well, Thanks, Lou. Yeah, tune in next week. Will do. Bye. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thank you. Bye.